This week, our speaker is Sarah Rassicott. Sarah is a 2007 Pius graduate, the youth ministry coordinator over at St. Joe's, and the mom to three young boys. She loves being an instrument and letting the Holy Spirit work through, work through her to do unexpected things, and has learned that as John Paul II, one of her favorite saints, suggested, life with, life with Christ is truly a wonderful adventure. Please welcome Sarah. All right, thank you so much, Lily. It's so great to be here at Pius with all of you. Um, this is where I used to go and all of my family used to go so many years ago. I remember sitting in the same bleachers that you guys are at. I can remember some of the Lenten services that uh, I got to hear people speak at. And some of the teachers I remember that are sitting in the seats were the same as my teachers. Um, as I was praying about this talk today, I was kind of putting myself in the bleachers. And I was thinking about not just myself, but about my friends and also my siblings and how as we were sitting in these bleachers, we all had different journeys with Jesus. Some of us, you know, already had really strong prayer lives. Some of us were like really gung-ho about Lent already. Some of us struggled to really care. Um, and then some of us we're struggling with, you know, real addictions and sins and things like that. And, and so I just asked Jesus that this talk be a little bit less about my story and a little bit more about your story and where you're at with Jesus today. Another thing that came to mind as I was preparing for this was kind of probably because I was thinking about high school, was an old song that we used to sing at the beginning of Lent. And some of you might uh, recognize it, and I'm a terrible singer, but I'm still going to sing it just like a tiny bit. So it's the, come back to me, do you know this? With all your heart, do you know what I'm talking about? Don't let fear keep us apart. That just like came to me over and over again as I prayed for you and thought of you. And so that is the direction that I want to go. So the first thing is to reorient, to turn back. When I think about turning back to Jesus during Lent, a lot of times I think about, like, I'm on a path to Jesus, and I have swayed, right? I'm going on the wrong path. Or I think about Jesus is over there, and I've been walking this way, and it's time for me to turn around. I think that's a common image when we think about turning back to Jesus. The problem with that is there's one fatal mistake that we make. One fatal mistake that will make it almost impossible for us to ever reach Jesus. And that fatal mistake is that you are not walking towards Jesus. You are walking with Jesus. He is already here. He is already with you. Whether you are going down a path that you know is leading to destruction or whether you are white-knuckling and trying so hard to be holy and just feel like you can't get there, Jesus is there with you. And so instead of thinking about this path as walking towards Jesus and I have to turn around this Lent, I want you to think about the fact that Jesus is here next to you. And it's true. He is. What is your posture with Jesus? Are you the person that Jesus is here and he's trying to embrace you, but your back is turned? Are you the person that 
is so distracted by the things in your, your busy life or so distracted by your phone that he's trying to meet your gaze, but your head is down, always looking at something else? Are you the person that when he tries to speak to you, you've got all these other things going on and so you aren't looking at him? When we think about reorienting our lives and turning back to Jesus, don't think so much about actually turning on a path. Think instead about how can you meet his gaze? How can you let him embrace you? What do you need to do so that he can love you and he can be with you? For me, this really has helped in my prayer life because I've always struggled with, you know, once I sin, I'm like out, right? I'm disqualified. I'm a failure. That's where my brain goes. Maybe that's not you, but that's where my brain goes. And so the more that when I sin or struggle, I realize that Jesus has not left me. My sin is not that powerful. He's always there, always trying to love me. And my turning back to him doesn't need to look like inviting him back. It needs to look like an actual letting him embrace me again. So think about now for just a moment. What is your posture with Jesus? Imagine right now, what is Jesus doing? And what are you doing? And how do you need to change your posture with Jesus? When we talk about return to me, there's a big part that some of us miss is the me part. Who is that me? It's Jesus. And in that song that I beautifully sang at the beginning of this, when we say, don't let fear keep us apart, for a lot of us, looking into Jesus' eyes and letting him embrace us is scary. It's terrifying. Because we don't fully know or understand who Jesus is. So what scares you about Jesus? Are you the person that fears he's going to control you? Or make you into like this awkward Jesus-loving freak that you don't recognize anymore? Maybe that's you. Maybe that's what scares you about Jesus. Do you fear that he's going to bring you suffering? Like the way you've seen so many saints and so many people up here at this podium talk about these tragedies in their life? Are you scared that that's what Jesus does when you open your heart to him? He brings you suffering? Are you the person who's scared to let go of the friendships that you know maybe he might ask you to give up? Or are you scared that he's just too difficult to please? That he's ready to condemn you and catch you up and that you'll just never be good enough for him? As you try to reorient yourself this Lent and try to change your posture with Jesus... Face these fears, name them, say them. Tell Jesus, I'm scared of you. Tell Jesus, yeah, I, I just don't want to become that person. Tell Jesus, I like, insert sin, way too much. Say those out loud to Jesus. Face those fears. And if you can't believe 
the words that you've heard over and over again here at Pius and maybe through your grade school days that Jesus is always with you, that he loves you, that he isn't going to take from you. All these things you've heard so long. I want you to listen to something that Jesus told St. Faustina. He said, if you can't believe my words, then at least believe my wounds. Look at me and see my wounds and see what they teach you about why you should not be afraid of Jesus. So I want you to think about these right now and and connect with whichever one is you. Hear Jesus say to you, do you think that I want to lead you down a path of suffering and hardship? Do you think to be holy, I'll put heavy demands on you that will make your life hell? Is that what scares you about me? Here, see me led down a difficult road. Watch as I take each step of agony down a road to my death to defeat your hell. See the heaviest demands laid on my back so that I can carry your fears and nail them to a cross to die and send them to hell never to torment you again. Do you think I'm like a cop? an officer of the rules, or a strict teacher ready to catch you up at all your moments of shame? Look at me. Do you think I am the one calling out your failures, condemning you on each step of your life, ready to punish you? Here, see me, whipped and shouted, directed down a road to my death with soldiers and crowds ridiculing me, condemning me at every moment so that I can show you that I never condemn you. I never ridicule you. I am Jesus. I don't try to catch you up. Each time I fall, see me fall with you and for you to show you my compassion for your moments of weaknesses and your mistakes. Do you think I want to beat you down with my plan for your life? Do you think I want to take away your dreams? Do you think my laws for your happiness actually take away your happiness? Do you think I'm here to bind you up by rules and expectations? Is that what you think of me? Here, see me. Beat me down with whips and scourges. See me surround that pillar in agony, protecting it as if you were beneath me. And my body was the only thing to bear the scourges so that you wouldn't have to feel a single one. Bind me up. Nail me to a cross so I can't move. Take away all of my freedom so that I can win your freedom. See me high on the cross, struggling to breathe so that I can die for your very destiny. 
to give you life. Some of you might think you're too far gone, too deep in sin, too imprisoned to an addiction, or too hard to reach. Hear Jesus say, hang me on a cross so that I can be at the level of criminals, so I can be hung next to thieves. See me forgive Dismas, a thief. Grant him heaven and canonize him the first saint. He was never too far gone and neither are you. See me enter the deepest evil and forgive it and wipe it away. Do you think I want to take something from you that makes your heart beat with life? Do you think my taking of your heart, this returning of your heart to me, will somehow kill it and all the desires with it? Here, take my heart, my sacred heart, and watch it explode for you on the cross, literally bursting in distress over how much I love you and desire your heart to be fully loved, fully whole, and fully alive. This is Jesus. This is the Jesus that we return to. The one who answers our fears with his passion and death. This Lent, I dare you. Give up what takes away from your ability to look at Jesus and to receive his embrace. Don't turn your eyes away from him any longer. Don't scroll past Jesus. Stay with him. He cares more about you than you can possibly imagine. So again, come back to me with all your heart. Don't let fear keep us apart. God bless you.